Hello, and welcome to your fourth episode of Intuitive Journey with Desiree. And again, I am your host, Desiree Holmes Shrini. And this episode is the third in a very small series of episodes that started with the second episode of this broadcast, which was getting uh, from I wish to I am. And when I recorded that, when I decided to do that one, I realized that I couldn't leave it at that, that I needed to give some steps along the way to identifying values. And now we're going to be talking about identifying what's in your way, what's what's blocking the way. And um, this title of this one is Identifying Your Obstacles to Your Wishes Fulfilled. So... Uh, we, um, if you haven't seen the the last two episodes, you might want to go back. Uh, they're they're short enough. You can listen to or view number two and number three, because this leads you now into the ways that you can make sure that you don't get sidetracked and stuck and giving up. Who wants to give up? Not me, right? <laughs> so we start with a wish. We're like, I wish. Right, and I already talked about defining your wishes, writing down your wishes, creating your goals, defining your values, what is your mission, and now that you've got all that going for you and you're so excited, we don't want to get stuck there and just say, oh, never mind, because what happens is people get excited. We, who hasn't had that New Year's resolution, right? Who has the dusty treadmill that they're selling right around May or June because it's taking up too much room and they're hanging their, they're hanging their clothes on it instead of using it? Yeah, I know. I'm talking to you. You've, you've had it. The stair machine, the exercise videos, the gym membership. Okay, a lot of those are talking about physical changes because a lot of people want to work on that. Who hasn't decided to go back to school and, oh, maybe just a semester shy, they can't get past that math class or that chemistry class and it's too hard and they give up. It's too hard. It's too hard to do what you've always wanted to do. It's too hard to achieve that thing that you have always wanted to achieve. What makes it too hard? What gets in the way of you moving toward your wishes, moving toward your heart's desire, getting to that space in your life that you would be so happy to get to, or we say you would be, right? So if you've gone through the previous episodes, we already know that you've worked out that you really do want some things, that there really is something that is your true heart's desire. You're not just saying that because it's not really, right? So you've identified what you really want, but you're still not there yet. And why? In the first episode, I talked about the difference between people that wish and people that are, whatever they're wishing for, is action. And this is that step where we talk about what gets in the way of action. Sometimes we start to take action, and then we back off. I mean, I've been there. I do it all the time. So don't, don't feel bad. But you got to you got to start to understand yourself. That's, that's the thing where if you find yourself slipping and saying, Yeah, never mind, it doesn't matter. 
why am I bothering? Oh, forget it. I'll just, you know, stay where I am. That there's something under that that's keeping you from achieving, keeping you from moving forward and getting that next step forward. And a lot of that, as a life coach and hypnotherapist, a lot of that may be subconscious and you're going to have to find some vehicles that you may not have available just to yourself without some help. Uh, you might want to go get a life coach, a hypnotherapist. You might want to read some books. You might, but, but you might want to go talk to a counselor. If you find yourself just stopping yourself from achieving, from taking the action, but you can also take some steps yourself. So you can start, start with, uh, questioning why would I not do this? Why would I not do something I desire? Why would I not want to move forward? So for example, say you want to lose weight. I you know, talked about that in the first episode, I think. Say you've always been heavy ever since blah, blah, blah. There's most likely a subconscious reason that you're holding on to that, either as protection or you identify yourself that way. Other people identify yourself that way and that can hold you back and you deserve more. Uh, same thing with the job, same thing with making money. You may be just simply staying stuck because you have adopted that identity for yourself because other people told you so. Maybe because you had a bad experience trying in the past and you had an embarrassment or a failure that you're afraid of repeating Fear is a real big one. So among the things that can be your obstacles, cats, <laughs> that's my boy. Um, and I gave up on trying to lock him in the other room because I just kind of like having him around when I'm doing these broadcasts. So there's Puka, the amazing Oracle cat. Anyway, but you may, um, oh, for those of you listening on podcast, not seeing the video, my cat just made his appearance and uh, had to say hello to us here. And now he's in the background, which is very attractive, actually. Anyway, so there's fear, fear of failure, okay? Fear of looking stupid, fear of people judging. There's fear of success. That's a big one that a lot of people don't talk about. They talk about fear of failure, but there's fear of success because if you succeed, then, oh my gosh, you've got to live up to it. If you lost the weight, for example, then you might get attention that you don't want to deal with. Then you, yeah, everybody's going to say, oh my gosh, you lost the weight, and you might have to deal with that for the next year. If there's a fear of success in a job, for example, then you're going to have to, like I said, live up to the next level. You, you, you know, are very comfortable in this particular position. You know what to do, you know the ins and outs, and you might be saying, oh, I wish I could have this job. But you might subconsciously be um, creating your own obstacles. You might be self-sabotaging so that you never move up because then you think, oh, I'm going to have to be this different person. And what inside of you says you can't be that? What inside of you says, 
that's not hard. What inside of you says it's too difficult to move yourself up to the next level? Where did you hear it? Where did you learn? When did you decide that you don't deserve to be everything you want to be, to do anything you want to do, to earn as much money as you want to earn, right? Where is that? So self-sabotaging happens when you decide subconsciously to maintain the status quo. Change is difficult. There's a lot of brain chemistry that goes into that too because our brains just want to keep doing the same thing, want to keep doing the same thing. Um, like a sled on a hill, it goes down the same little path. Even if you try to go down the thicker snow, it's going to slide over into that path. And it does take concerted effort, willpower, and a certain period of time and a certain period of mental perception change, changing your thoughts, changing your actions for that to change for you. Yes, there is a hard part, but once the hard part's over, it's the new normal. So there's a new normal waiting for you that you desire, that is your heart's desire, that is your new normal, that is your wish fulfilled, that is you living the wish instead of saying, I wish. And you need to give yourself permission to do the hard work. And we call it hard. You know what? It's not. It's, it's exciting. It's fun. Instead of thinking it as difficult, just like exercise. Oh, it's so hard. I hate it. Find some movement that you enjoy. And if you can't do that, then at least change your perception of it. Because every time, for if you're trying to get more exercise, for example, every time you exercise, keep this image in your mind of the positive outcome, not the feeling of you know, tiredness or stress. Because it represents, just like money represents what it can buy, that exercise or that change in your behavior, that getting up, you know, half an hour earlier to be caught up on something or giving up uh, what you might call giving up a day, we can instead of calling it giving up, you change your perception to giving yourself that time. You're giving yourself that time. You're giving yourself that energy to get to your wish. And then you make it exciting. I read something, I think it was in one of the books I have, about people dreading Mondays. And instead of making it, oh, the dreaded Monday, Build something in that Monday that every Monday you do something that leads to your wish. And maybe even reserve only Mondays to that day for a while. Reserve only a portion of Mondays. And even if you want to do something earlier than that, you, you know, I guess you could. But save that Monday as that special day. Save that one day a week where you can look forward to that's my time. That's my time to do something for me. And one of the things I said, I think, in the last broadcast was not thinking of it as selfish to bring yourself greater happiness, to go toward your values and your mission and to bring yourself to greater happiness is because if you're happier, you provide more happiness to everyone around you. 
it's not selfish to find happiness. If you can be happy, then you can be an example to anyone else around you that it's okay to be happy. It's okay to do that thing for yourself. To mothers, for example, as a mother myself, and um, you know, I understand that I would feel this guilt about maybe doing something for myself instead of my children. But then on the other hand, if I change that perception, it's not an either or I was doing for them as well as myself. There's, there's nothing beautiful in martyrdom really. What's more beautiful is to be an example and to provide the kind of life that you'd like to show, have your children lead. So I could say, well, I could be a martyr, but is that what I want my child to be, right? So by showing and living happiness in your own life, you are an example to anyone around you to live a happy life and free yourself of the guilt of enhancing your life and getting your values and your mission in order, okay? I know I sound like a, I'm a little bit of a broken record, but I feel like too many people diminish and think they don't deserve happiness. Uh, I was just talking to a friend of mine whose mother um, had her return her birthday gifts because I guess she was told it was selfish. And if someone gives you a gift, certainly it enhances their life to give you the gift. This is why they want you to have it. And in a way, that was taking the happiness away from the recipient and the giver. And the, the idea that it was being selfish to keep the gift was really selfish. So you might want to rethink some of your thoughts around happiness and achieving because one of the greatest obstacles to getting your wishes is thinking you don't deserve it. You're not good enough. It's not the right thing. Other people deserve it more. You know, in reality, there is enough happiness to go around. And the more happiness that happens, just like love, the more there is, the more it grows. It's like seeds and propagation. If you're happy, that doesn't take it away from someone else. It actually provides more because you are exuding happiness and you're sharing that. So what am I saying here? Blocks to your happiness. Other people have said things. You were taught that you don't deserve it. You're afraid of failing. You're afraid of achieving. So all those things can get in your way and you need to take a look and do one of these practices, either write, meditate, go through your body, Feel the feelings, allow your answers to come from inside, and just see for yourself what's getting in the way. Because you deserve to have your wishes go from I wish to I am. And this finishes this small series of three uh, steps toward going there and getting your wishes fulfilled. And I wish you all the best and all success in doing that. And please subscribe and follow me here. And I look forward to sharing more information and happiness. Bye-bye.